Vacation time. The sacred period where you can put your feet up, escape from spreadsheets, and unleash your inner happiness. It's crucial for our well-being, both mental and physical. Think of it as pressing the reset button on your soul. Vacations reduce stress, increase productivity, and help you avoid burnout. However, we live in a fast-paced world where busyness is glorified. People wear their never-ending to-do lists like badges of honor, fearing that if they take them off, they'll miss out or appear lazy. In this episode, we're taking a hard look at productivity and whether or not we need that time off. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zinger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is renowned psychometrician and my dear father, Joe Folkman. Oh, hi, Bri. This seems like an appropriate topic since we're about to embark on our family reunion. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. The joys, the expectations, the letdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I'm in charge of the food this year, and the task of accommodating every single special diet and picky eater seems insurmountable to me based on the conversations I've had. <laughs> and we only have like 14 people. I can't imagine people where there's like like 30 plus. Um, but I will prevail. I will. Yes, I will please will. everyone. <laughs> I have faith in you. You know, my... Um, my husband's side, my brother-in-law once told me on our last family reunion, he said that going somewhere with your extended family is not a vacation. It's a trip. And that is a very important distinction. (laughs) Uh, I had a partner that would say, if you take your kids, it's a trip. (laughs) Or if you take your kids. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, so what we're talking about may not be family reunions or, or, um, trips with kids, um, because those aren't very relaxing. But what we are trying to discuss today is that important time off, the time that you take to recharge, to smell those roses. Well, a few years ago, I was working with a company in Amsterdam, and uh, they were, we were having a real difficulty uh, in the middle of the summer to schedule a meeting because everybody was gone. It, 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 was, it was it was approaching August and, the, you know, this place just shut down. Uh, you know, those Europeans, they understand. They understand vacations. Well, uh, we were experiencing some frustration, and I began to wonder if this company actually got its work done. But the VP of HR assured me, that he said, I am confident that because of the rest and the break from the work, our European executives will get more accomplished in their days of work than those U.S. people that burn themselves out. <laughs> this seemed like a worthy research project because European executives get significantly more vacation than their U.S. counterparts. We theorized that studying the two groups would eventually give us a control group and a test group. Ah, very interesting. So, of course, this is not perfect. Uh, There are cultural differences between the two countries and uh, between Europe and the U.S., but our purposes, it seemed like a very reasonable proxy. 
we had a data set of 2,310 respondents and looked at the data from 20 countries with the most paid vacation days, 247 respondents, and compared them to respondents in the United States. Uh, that was 1,151. The 20 countries with the most vacations ranged from Australia, get this, with 28 days allotted. Okay to Sweden, Brazil, uh, with 41 days allotted. By contrast, the United States has no law requiring paid time off. Yeah. And the average full-time worker with uh, years of service gets 10 paid vacation days. And only 25% of Americans take their full allotment, according to another survey. <laughs> so they don't even take what they get. I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. But to gauge how different amounts of vacation might affect attitudes towards productivity, we asked respondents to complete an assessment that measured their preference for working at a slower or fast pace. I'm curious. So was was the sample large enough? You know, it, it it's not as big as our typical samples because they're incredibly large. But it, I think it was large enough to give us some good yeah. data. When we tested the differences between these groups for speed, quantity focus, and impatience, <laughs> we came upon some intriguing results. First, we found that leaders in countries with more paid vacation days actually tended to be slightly more likely to work at a faster pace. They have a higher quantity focus, in other words, getting lots of stuff done, and they feel more impatient, which is interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll hand over a point for Europe for that. <laughs> for, getting, <laughs> for getting stuff done. We also asked respondents how much they agreed with the statement. If I were able to move at a faster pace, I could become much more effective. Respondents from countries with more paid vacation days responded more positively to this thought. So these companies basically saw more positive results from those leaders who had and used um, more vacation time. Taken together, these results uh, should reassure managers who worry about the possible negative effects from longer vacations that they're not so bad. In fact, having more vacations seems to help employees better understand the importance of being impatient for results and getting as much done as possible. So, is our Dutch manager right? Is it the rest and break from work that causes longer vacation takers to be more focused and getting a lot more done quickly? Uh, while our investigation is not conclusive, signs point to no. Well, we ask employees if they generally felt overwhelmed with too much to do or whether they had things under control. 26% of those with the most vacation felt overwhelmed compared to 23% of Americans. Okay, not, that's not very big. Yeah, it's not statistically significant difference. But this response does suggest to us a few longer vacation takers, the work may simply pile up on their vacation requiring significant prep before their departure and additional effort to catch up on, upon their return. 
And I know that happens for me. <laughs> Every yeah. time I'm on vacation, I'm just thinking about the piles of work. I mean, it just is hard. So it appears from this data that employees in countries that take more vacation do have a strong desire to get a lot of work done, as well as a tendency to move faster. So while our particular study did not find that having more vacation reduced stress, we do see some evidence that it results in greater productivity at work all the same. Okay. So if we boil it down, in other words, it's not that taking a break, at least from our studies, will refresh your brain and let you get more done. It's that simply spending less time at your desk forces you to be more focused and waste less time once you get back. So perhaps instead of telling your head of HR that you need more vacation time for your mental well-being, you can simply tell him or her that having more vacation time will force you to be more efficient. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I need more vacation time because I want to work faster. (laughs) That's a solid, it's a solid argument, but... I was looking through some other studies this week on time off, and I wanted to share some of the benefits that they described from their findings. Uh, That's great. I'd love to hear them. Okay. So engaging activities unrelated to work stimulates creativity, some people found, and promotes more innovative thinking. So research conducted by psychologists demonstrates that individuals who engage in diverse leisure activities demonstrate higher levels of originality. And this creative boost gained during time off can be transferred back into the workplace, resulting in all those great fresh ideas, improved decision-making, and increased productivity. So get into those weird hobbies. You probably get a lot from, from spending time in your garden. I do. And I, there's a lot of good ideas. Plus it's very rewarding. And right now the tomatoes are and the cucumbers are ripe. Boy, I'm, I'm looking forward to my sandwich today. Oh oh yeah. And moving on from those zucchinis, the 200 zucchinis you have growing (laughs) that you don't know what to do with. (laughs) Well, I try to give them away, but (laughs) people are locking their doors. You're running out of people to give them to. Yeah. Well, numerous studies have also shown that individuals who prioritize time off for family, hobbies, and self-care are more satisfied with their lives and demonstrate higher levels of commitment and productivity at work. So by investing in personal well-being and relationships, individuals are better equipped to handle work-related challenges and results that results in improved performance. And I know a lot of... um, Companies have kind of looked at that four-day work week of going, okay, if we put more hours into the first four days and you have a longer weekend, is that better? And and they've had good results from it. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Also, those personal relationships that, you know, bring you more happiness and mental well-being require focused time and attention. So last, they found that taking breaks and engaging in leisure activities stimulates divergent thinking, enabling individuals to generate a wider range of solutions and make connections that may not have been apparent before. So connecting with the outside world, and we've talked about this on another podcast, improves those problem-solving skills because you're not just stuck in your Rapunzel tower, right? 
So great problem solving comes from putting yourself in different situations. Well, contrary to conventional wisdom, taking time off is not a hindrance to productivity, but a catalyst for enhanced performance. Vacations are wonderful, but it does make sense. The things we found that the longer that vacation, the more work piles up and the anxiety around that. So I, I agree with, you know, taking the vacation and taking the time off and the need for that. Uh, but I also understanding that anxiety increasing and that, that kind of anxiety around got to get back and got to get things done in this pile of work. And that's, that's, I think that's real. Yeah. So maybe like the better thing is, yeah, take, take the vacation, but also like take, take a day off here and there, right. Yeah. To recharge like the, the, that little bit of time, the things don't pile up, but it, it makes a difference. Or even like an afternoon, take that Friday afternoon. Take that Friday afternoon. Take your afternoon off today. Take that Brie. afternoon off and have a, and have a, have a vacation and occasional and occasionally take a trip. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, our fellow wanderlusters, taking your vacation time isn't selfish, it's self-care. So pack your bags, slather on that sunscreen, and embrace the blissful art of vacationing. Good luck. The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin. Jack Zanger and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you are interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.